0: Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncy Mavasser, and broadcasting live from Shlurko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number one. Three senior officials in Gaza Strip terror groups were reportedly killed overnight on Wednesday, October 18th as Israel continues its intense bombing campaign of terror targets in the enclave amid its war with Hamas. The Israel Defense Forces said an airstrike in the southern Gaza city of Rafah had killed Rafat Abu Hilal, the head of the military wing of Gaza's Popular Resistance Committees terror group, the third-largest terror faction in the Strip after Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Hamas-affiliated media in Gaza reported that Jamila al-Shanti, the widow of Hamas' co-founder, Abdul Aziz Al-Rantisi was also killed in an Israeli airstrike. Al Shanti in 2021 became the first woman elected to the Hamas Political Bureau, its highest decision-making body. The Reports gave no details on the location of the strike, saying only that it occurred at dawn. Al Shanti is the fourth member of Hamas's political bureau killed by Israel in strikes since the October 7th Hamas onslaught that started the war. Zakaria Abu Muammar, The head of the terror group's internal relations and Jawad Abu Shamala, who managed the terror group's funds, were killed on October 10th. Osama Mazini, former head of Hamas's Shura Council and a Hamas education minister, was killed on October 16th. Also, on Thursday, October 19th, Palestinian media outlets reported that the head of the Palestinian National Security Forces in the Gaza Strip was killed in an Israeli airstrike. Reports say that Jihad Mohaysen, was killed in a strike on the Sheik-Radwan neighborhood of Gaza City. Separately, the IDF said it targeted several members of Hamas's so-called Nukba commando forces, who led the October 7th massacre, when some 2,500 terrorists blasted through the Israeli border fence, streamed into Israel via land, sea, and air, under a barrage of thousands of rockets, and killed some 1,400 people, the vast majority of them Israeli civilians, and also took more than 200 hostages of all ages, men, women and children, elderly grandparents and babies, into Gaza and are still holding them captive. The military said more than 10 Nukba members were killed in the strikes, and they intend to do more. In addition, the IDF said it destroyed hundreds of Hamas sites in the past 24 hours, including anti-tank missile launch sites, tunnel shafts, intelligence infrastructures and various command centers number two the Rafah border crossing between gaza and egypt may be the only hope for anyone trying to get out of the palestinian territory which has been under israeli siege and aerial bombardments since since the terror group hamas carried out deadly attacks on israeli southern communities on october 7th thousands of quote civilians in gaza have waited for days at the Rafah crossing the only exit not controlled by israel even as the israeli military has fired a series of airstrikes near the gaza side of the border No one from Gaza has been allowed to cross into Egypt, including many Canadians and other foreign nationals waiting to leave. But the Canadian, US, and other governments are trying to negotiate with Egypt and Israel to ensure their citizens can get out of the besieged enclave and that, quote, humanitarian aid can be brought in. Though Egypt has said it is prepared to allow truckloads of supplies into Gaza, experts say that the Egyptian government may not be keen to open the border gates to a torrent of refugees, both because they would need support And that they could include Hamas terrorists. Rafah has, quote, always been a contentious issue among Israelis, Palestinians, and Egypt, said Kantanza Musu, an associate professor at the University of Ottawa. Under advice from their embassies, Gazans with dual citizenship headed to the Rafah crossing in the hopes of getting over to Egypt, but they were met with closed gates. Musu says it's a huge challenge for any government to host a significant number of new refugees. Egypt already hosts 300,000 UN-registered refugees from dozens of countries and has seen an additional 317,000 arrive since conflict broke out in in its southern neighbour, Sudan, earlier this year. So the government may may have concerns about hosting a large number of newly displaced people from Gaza for an indefinite period of time. But of course, there's another concern for Egypt, Hamas. The Egyptian government, as most of the Western world, considers Hamas a terrorist organization and an offshoot of the Muslim Brotherhood, which is outlawed in Egypt. Egypt has been delaying opening the border, claiming that infrastructure repairs are desperately needed. Multitudes of construction vehicles have been seen coming and going, while freshly paved roads can be seen on the Egyptian border. Since Hamas took control in Gaza in 2007, Egypt, like Israel, enforced the blockade of the enclave and heavily restricted the flow of people and goods. Like Gaza's main crossings with Israel, restrictions have sometimes been eased, but not lifted, and travelers need security clearance and lengthy checks to pass. In in 2008, tens of thousands of Palestinians crossed into Sinai, the Sinai desert, after Hamas blasted holes in border fortifications, prompting Egypt to commence building a stone and cement wall. So Egypt won't be seeking to help Hamas so quickly, as they have their own issues with the terror group. Egypt has acted as a mediator between Israel and Palestinian factions during past conflicts and periods of unrest. But in those situations, it has also locked down the border, allowing aid to enter and medical evacuees to leave while preventing any large scale movement of people. Even as Israel pursues its heavy bombardment of Gaza in response to Hamas' assault, Egypt has shown no sign so far that its approach will change. Number three. The Hamas terrorists that carried out a barbaric assault in Israel on October 7th likely used North Korean weapons. Analysis and various evidence including a video from the terror group itself and weapons seized by Israel now show. North Korea has previously denied selling arms to the terrorist group. But it is believed so. One weapon at the center of the controversy used by Hamas is the F-7 rocket-propelled grenade, a shoulder-fired weapon that fighters typically use against armored vehicles. Video of Hamas terrorists using the F-7 rocket launcher has been confirmed through analysis by two experts on North Korean arms and South Korean military intelligence. These rocket launchers fire a single warhead and can be quickly reloaded, making them valuable weapons for smaller militias and guerrilla forces and terrorist groups running skirmishes against heavy vehicles. It's not a surprise to see North Korean weapons with Hamas, said Matt Schroeder, a senior researcher with Small Arms Survey, who wrote a guide to Pyongyang's light weapons. In addition to the F-7 rocket launcher, Hamas propaganda videos and photos have shown its fighters with North Korea's BULSEI guided anti-tank missiles. Hamas also used North Korea's Type 58 self-loading rifle, a variant of the Kalashnikov assault rifle, the Russian Kalashnikov assault rifle, according to NR Jensen Jones, a weapons expert who works as the director of the consultancy Armament Research Services. North Korea has long supported Palestinian terror groups and North Korean arms have been previously been documented amongst interdicted supplies, said Jensen Jones. Russia uses similar weaponry and the North Korean F-7 resembles a widely distributed Soviet-era RPG-7 rocket-propelled grenade, but has a few noticeable differences, including a distinctive red stripe across its warhead. Hamas has published images of their training that shows fighters with a weapon with a rocket-propelled grenade with the red stripe and other design elements matching the F-7. The Israeli military de- declined to identify the origin and the manufacture of those rocket-propelled grenades, citing the ongoing war with Hamas. And last week Pyongyang dismissed the claim, saying it was a, quote, groundless and false rumor orchestrated by the United States. The White House said last week that North Korea continues to supply conventional arms to to Russia after it delivered more than a thousand containers of military equipment, and munitions to resupply Russia's military in its war with Ukraine. And in 2012, they detected a North Korean cargo plane reportedly carrying rockets and rocket-propelled grenades that had been bound for Hamas. So you be the judge. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.